This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Listen to Wrestling Roundup on Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Grady, and live on Skype, we got Josh. Hey! Uh, we got ourselves oh, one of the, it seems, rare endangered shows where we don't have uh, a pay-per-view or a big weekend of matches uh, to be talking about. We get to just look at Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and talk about the going-ons, although a lot of it is affected by the upcoming Survivor Series uh, pay-per-view. There is still a fair chunk to talk about, and I do want to open up with the Usos. Uh, We talked about it last week, Usos New Day. Uh, We got brand new record holders. Yep. The the Usos were able to retain and... It was the Usos versus the New Day. It was a fantastic match. <laughs> we knew it would. Yeah. Uh, these, I think, these two teams have definitely submitted their location, their spot in the argument for greatest tag teams of all time, mm-hmm. at least for WWE, because the they they constantly and repetitively put on amazing matches with whoever they work with. And have been doing it for 10 plus years. Yeah, it's crazy when you think about the longevity of these two teams, right? Like, it's not like they're brand new, fresh off the boat. These guys have been going at it uh, and have been pretty much mainstays um, of the WWE and definitely of that tag team division for a long time. Yeah, I mean, after after last week's show, we just spent like 10 minutes talking about random tag titles <laughs> that these two teams have had. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, this, these two have absolutely been fantastic. Um, anytime you have them working together, you just know you're in for a good time. Get the popcorn out. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... You know, we immediately know what the Usos are going to go straight into next because uh, it's all about war games for the Bloodline. Which we expected. It does make sense. 5v5 with a five-man stable. Yeah, and I mean, everything runs through the Bloodline right now. It It would not make sense to bring war games to the main roster and not involve the Bloodline in some way. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't want to keep us in suspense for who the uh, face side of the equation was going to be for long. We'd sort of thought, you know, the Brawling Brutes make sense. They were feuding with the Usos. They've obviously got their good buddy Seamus. And uh, Seamus has a good buddy of his own to to bring it to four. Yeah. Yeah, so now the question is, is who does the fifth make sense? And I'm throwing this out there. The fifth being Walter. Okay. Also known as Gunther, but still. <laughs> um, I, th- I think having an all-European team would be amazing. 
I think they would all work well together. And I could see Gunther deciding to work with Sheamus out of respect for the major matches they've had. Yeah, I could definitely see it. Um, I, I'm very interested to see who they end up pulling into here. Um, obviously, Drew McIntyre seems like he's still got carry and cross around his... Uh, uh, periphery but he's managed to pull himself into this match yeah i don't know um you've already got all of the elements of a banger um if it wasn't for an injury i'd definitely be championing uh kevin owens fitting in as the fifth man just because uh you know kevin and sammy can't uh let them stay apart for too long um but yeah with him hitting the shelf it opens up that slot of who exactly that's going to be yeah, I mean, it could be, they literally could pull anybody into that. But I, I, that's why I threw out Gunther, because I'm like, if you really want to go with the all European theme, Gunther is the most likely person to put on that. Mm-hmm. But then again, maybe you want to have actual uh, titles being defended at the event. So. <laughs> um, so maybe not <laughs> tangling our intercontinental champion in that might be a better idea. Maybe. Um, He's still got to look out for whoever's going to win the SmackDown World Cup anyway. Yeah. Which we, the first per- um, domino to uh, fall was uh, Escobar won against Shitsuke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a, a couple of first round matches on SmackDown, as you said. Uh, Escobar Shinsuke. We also had Braun, uh, versus Jinder, if I recall. Um, and next week we got Butch, Sami Zayn, and, uh, Ricochet Mustafa Ali to, to replace the injured Rey Mysterio. So, yeah, the, the World Cup shaken up pretty well. Um, Escobar, you know, not being a slouch coming from that NXT position, uh, showing why he's here. Yeah. Honestly, with the people in the match now because of injuries, I kind of want to see big Braun Strowman versus Gunther. Yeah. It's, uh. That, that'd be create a situation where I'm not sure who's going to win the match, but, <laughs> um, it would be very interesting to watch for sure because Gunther is pound for pound one of the strongest guys in the uh, company, and then you have Braun Strowman, who is likely the strongest guy in the company. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting. I think, uh, I, from my vague memory of the bracket, Braun Strowman gets the winner of Ricochet Mustafa Ali, uh, so they're going to have a David versus Goliath fight on that side. Um, and then, yeah, the, the world is kind of open on that. I'm interested to see who does end up picking up the win. Um but I do think any of these guys can put on a great match with Gunther for sure. And if it's Braun Strowman, it'll be 47 and a half stars, of course. <laughs> Never going to let that joke live down. I'm going to keep using it. I'm going to grind that joke into the ground. Um, well, if it was me, I would say it's 42 stars. Because <laughs> 42 is the answer to everything. Fair enough. Um, well, what is the answer to... Uh, Hit Row and Legado Del Fantasma's female managers for the Viking Raiders. Yay! We got Sarah Logan back! <laughs> oh. I was just gonna let you run with this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been, I, I've missed Sarah. 
And the look that she has now is very intimidating. And I think it actually fits the Viking Raiders quite well, too. So let's let's run with it. Let's go for this. Yeah, I'm always open to to more managers. Um, obviously, I don't know what she's going to be doing in terms of competing. Um, you know, Zelina Vega can compete, can go. Uh, we just don't see her do it a whole lot. Um, when she's in that managerial role, don't know. Sarah Logan could be coming back for bits and pieces, could be coming back full-time wrestler. Um, kind of question marks, you know, she didn't say a whole lot. Uh, just comes on back and positions herself with the Viking Raiders, which I feel like we'd been predicting months back. We kind of stopped and fell silent on it, but, um, it, it has eventually happened. Yeah, it did make sense from a, a standpoint that Logan is actually married to one of them. Yeah. So it makes sense, but then they release Sarah Logan. And so that kind of did put throw ice on it because it's like, how can you have her with her if she's not part of the company? <laughs> and <laughs> um, then Triple H has the fix for that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, this is a great reduction for, for the Viking Raiders. Gives them a different look. Um, and honestly, it makes them more interesting just because they now have the element of Sarah Logan around. Mm-hmm. So let, let's, let's see where they go with this, but I'm interested. Let's run. Yeah. It's almost time to bring in a mixed match challenge again. <laughs> the amount of stables with, uh, intergender members. Um, because what we got Viking Raiders and Sarah Logan, we got Hit Row, we got Legado del Fantasma and Vega. Um, over on Raw, we got Judgment Day with Rhea Ripley. We got the OC with Mia Yim. That's a lot already of just stables with uh, with female members. And then there's a, a, an obvious one that's missing simply because they walked out in earlier in the year. <laughs> <laughs> because. You could easily have had Naomi in the bloodline, mm-hmm. and it would have made sense. But then she walked out with the with Sasha Banks, and we still have yet to have any resolution of that. Yeah, we keep predicting it, or the internet keeps uh, predicting it, and we keep having nothing to show for it. Uh, jumping, yeah, we got a little bit of time. We'll talk about one raw topic. Uh, everybody wants a piece of the United States champion. Uh, Seth Rollins has got himself a Bobby Lashley, a Mustafa Ali, an Austin Theory, a Dolph Ziggler. There's just so many people. Yeah. um, And Seth Rollins as a face is always going to be at the top of the card simply because Seth Rollins is Seth Rollins. He's, he is the guy. If, if Roman Reigns isn't around, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, and I like that they're still keeping him as somewhat of a cocky character. Yeah. So there, there's some sort of edge to him rather than the meat and potatoes baby face we usually get for, um, so I'm good, I'm good with that. Um, I love, I like that there are shining title light on the United States Championship. They kind of got to. You don't have a, wor- <laughs> yeah, you don't have a world championship. For Raw. Because technically, the world champion is SmackDown's champion. <laughs> so, so, and yeah, so Seth being there makes sense, works well. 
and can work with just about anybody and have everybody. a pretty good match with it. Yeah. So, yeah, and I would be fine, and I, personally, I would be fine with Theory eventually winning the title from him. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think that would be a great little feud, and I think Theory would grow uh, from working with Seth Rollins. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm... <sighs> My my gut says that we've got some sort of multi-man match uh, sitting around just because of the number of competitors. This is, you know, uh, four different feuds wrapped into one. I know that we've already got Finn Balor versus AJ Styles booked. Otherwise, I would have told you you would have had uh, Balor, Styles, Lashley, Ali, um, and Rollins uh theory as like your six men and your three feuds sort of shoving together into one match um yes. yeah because th- then we could have that iron man scramble thing that they're <laughs> trying to do in nxt that makes no sense i need to see it before i diss it too badly but man is it complicated yeah uh they t- i've i've said for years on this show i want the scramble match back just because I like the chaos of the match. Mm-hmm. But this concept that they've come up with is so convoluted, I'm like, I don't want it. <laughs> if that's the form we're getting to scramble match it, I do not want that. Yeah, it's 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 a scramble match with, you know, people entering every so often. Um, and then it's an Iron Man format instead of the last fall. And we have a penalty box for 90 seconds once you get pinned or submitted, um, which I feel like might possibly even be the most uh, convoluted part of it. But, uh, hey, I need to see it. And we're going to luckily get to see it at NXT deadline, uh, both of the men's match and a women's match. So I can I can judge it there. But written down, um, I'm with you in the camp of not a huge fan. Yeah. Um, alright, it is what it is, I guess, but, yeah, it's circling back to Raw. <laughs> um. <laughs> Are you segueing here? <laughs> yeah, uh, six, the six men, if they wanted to do uh, a, a, champ, a championship elimination match or something, or just a fatal six-way or something, I'd be fine with it. Mm. It would, they're all six great workers. So I think it would it would make a lot of sense. Personally, I think I'd probably shorten it to four and just make it a fatal four way if I'm doing a multi card match. Mm. Personally, but um, but yeah, if you uh, I think we're going to get a lot of good television spearheaded by the fact that Seth Rollins is, while being a face, is still quite cocky and cheesy and stuff, and so I think people will still enjoy anything that he's involved in. Yeah. And uh, we're a bit over halfway here in the show, uh, so I'm going to go into our entrance theme of the week. It is in memoriam of the 24-7 I- I-7 Highway European Hardcore Championship. I got half of those right. Um, <laughs> that uh, was most well known for its holder, Archery.
And you're back for a round upon Free FM, Air FM, and MPR. That was our truths Entrance theme. Uh, let's flick a little bit over to NXT. Obviously, we talked they do have some scrambles, some Iron Man scrambles coming up. Um, but the big one, we thought maybe the title was going to get changed. It was all set up. It was Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire. And Mandy Rose retained. By yet another interference. But not by toxic attraction. (laughs) (laughs) No, we get somebody else from NXT UK. Yeah, we we get Isla Dawn showing up and uh, going against Alba Fire, which, to be fair, if I recall correctly, was a pretty big feud over on NXT UK. So they're just kind of reprising it here. Yeah. Yeah, but this, uh, this felt like this was the time. To do it. How many times have we said that? But, yeah. But in the end, it looks like they have other plans, so we'll have to see where they go for it from here, but... Who was beating yeah, Mandy? Yeah, I mean, it was... Mandy Rose is done in this match. And, but because of the interference, Mandy Rose was able to retain. Hmm. Yeah, I... I don't know, man. It's not like we've had a massive build-up for somebody to go against Mandy Rose. Every time a competitor goes against her, I think they're going to beat her, and then she beats them. Uh, Alba Fire has lost multiple title matches at this point in time. Roxanne Perez couldn't do it. Cora Jade's the wrong alignment. Uh, we had all of our big stars take a swing and all miss. Um, I just don't know what we got. Yeah, and... At this point, it's like, um, I'm not sure who's been, been built enough to it. I, like I, we've said multiple times we could see Nikita Lyons taking it, but she's busy with the most famous storyline with women. Two women <laughs> tag teaming together and then suddenly fighting each other like two weeks later. Yeah. Can they coexist? No. No. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a case of, I have no idea who's left on the roster that hasn't faced Mandy Rose other than Nikita Lyons <laughs> at this point. That's a face that could realistically win the title. Maybe uh, I don't remember Wendy Chu facing her. If she did, it, I, that was so unrememberable. That, <laughs> um, maybe Wendy could. Uh, my guess is your guess is as good as mine. I don't know. <laughs> I'm scrolling down the list and, man, there's not a lot here. There's, like, a few people here and there, but again, they're just not built up to the level of being able to to go after um, the big title. Like, I think somebody's going to get the push from the uh, Iron Gauntlet survival match thing, um, because that makes a lot of sense, and I'm pretty sure the winner got a title shot, if I recall. Yes. Uh, so we could, you know, throw somebody into that um, and have them come out of that. But I just don't know, man. There's, I'm at a loss. Mandy Rose is going to hold this title forever and always. Yeah. Um, it may come to the point where she breaks Asuka's record and then relinquishes the title. I just because don't know. Of course the, because of course they could do something like that. Um... I have to say that I I love I really love Mandy Rose I really do 
I think she's, I think her going back to NXT saved her career. Mm-hmm. And she's so much better of a performer now. Um, so, but I, I'm ready for them to put the title on somebody else just because I want to see her brought back to the main roster to work with the better women. <laughs> this bring someone I, I from the main roster all, down. <laughs> yeah, I apologize to all the women in the, on NXT. They are good. There are a lot of great women in, in NXT, but they're not a Becky Lynch. They're not a Bailey. They're not a Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Those are the people I want to see maybe work with now because of her experience in NXT. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how she fares coming back up. Um, as you say, to compete with the, that higher caliber, um, of woman and speaking of the main roster woman, that's my segue of the day. Uh, war games for the woman. Our teams have expanded. Mia Yim, Rhea Ripley, their feud is hidden to the cages or the one big cage, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it definitely makes sense. Uh, it still le- leads a question of who will be the fifth, fifth, I guess, for the women for, for the hit faces. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, um, but yeah, I, I think it makes a lot of sense to go ahead and throw the women in, in the uh, OC versus Judgment Day in that match to let them tear each other apart. Yeah. For a while. Um, so yeah, let's. There's a few options for the fifth, obviously, right? Like, we could end up seeing something as simple as Candice LeRae was involved in this feud a little bit. Um, you could have a returning Becky Lynch. You could have Beth Phoenix if she's not finished with Rhea Ripley. Poco knows in. Um, you could take the route of putting Dana Brooke in here uh, to to go opposite Nikki Cross, who you know trashed her twenty four seven championship that she cared so much about. Um, and. That would be, you know, one person opposite each of the others. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many options. Or just Mandy Rose, even though the alignment doesn't fit. <laughs> I have to always bring it back to Mandy Rose. <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah, I mean, Dana Brooke has looked a lot better over her, um, the last couple of years. So I'd be fine with it, but I, I just don't think she had the star power enough mm. to really finish the team. I think if she does end up being the fifth, there's a pretty good chance she takes the fall. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I personally, I think if Becky can go for that match, I'd have her be it, but be a surprise entry. Gotcha. And not, and, and not have it announced until the last entrant and have the faces be the team that wins the advantage just for that yeah we'll have to we'll have to see who ends up filling that last spot we do have uh still one more week uh before survivor series which is where we'll do our full rundown of who we think is going to win those matches uh and talk about those matches in a lot more depth um we've got a couple more minutes left in the show maybe three or four let's look at dexter loomis we've kind of skipped him uh, the last few weeks storyline has quite evolved the Miz was hiring Dexter Loomis and now Dexter Loomis is really stalking him and Johnny Gargano is super involved and there's a Loomis Miz match set for a couple weeks from now 
Yeah. Um, uh, I really don't really know what's going on here. Um, but it's still, it's still entertaining, but it is certain to get to that point where it's, the match has to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had to happen because it was starting to get repetitive. Yeah. And so, yeah, let's see how they play out. But, um, I'm, I'm all for Miz making a star out of Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. Well, surely Dexter Loomis has to win and get himself the contract. <laughs> yeah. If not, then we just see Dexter Loomis leave after this view and he just disappears off into the distance. Uh, but I don't see that happening, I think. The Miz will definitely put him over and uh, will make him look great, even if Johnny Gargano has to interfere himself a little bit. Um, that match is definitely going to be going the way of Loomis. Uh, is there anything else you want to throw in here? Well, um, I guess the NXT Championship situation. That's true. It's kind of, we got rid of one opponent. <laughs> one down. challenging, uh, Braun Breaker, uh, by, uh, him defeating Von Wagner to immediately get challenged by, uh, um, Apollo Crews later on, <laughs> which I think is another match. I think a match happening like next week or something. Braun uh, certainly is a fighting champion. Yep. Um, which I think is part of, part of what's going to be the story to him eventually losing is that he just defended it so many times that he just didn't have time to rest. Mm. And it's going to wear him down to the point where he eventually probably does end up losing to J.D. McDougal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see how many times he's already defended this title. Oh, running out of time in the show, quickly trying to find it. Rush, rush, rush. Uh, uh, Von Wagner, Josh Briggs, Dragunov and McDowell, uh, Tyler Bate, Zion Quinn, JD McDowell, Tony D'Angelo, JD McDowell. Those are some of those are house shows. I couldn't find the filter fast enough to get rid of house shows, and we have run out of time. We will get back to that. I found the filter. But we will get back to that later, uh, because we have run out of time. It's been great talking to you. Bye, B. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling rnd up or our twitter page twitter.com forward slash wrestling rnd up or our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling rnd up. And we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash free FM 89 to find out more.